Hey everybody, hope everyone's doing well. This is Steve Acevedo and this is your body, your mind on this journey called life. Let's talk. <clears throat> I've been traveling this week. Um, I'm on business, you know, learning stuff, um, meeting people, networking. And it's tough. Let me tell you, it's tough. But um, why am I talking about that? Observation, right? So you guys know and... Uh, so you guys know, I, I kind of, I, I self-talk, right? So I'm here talking with you and about goals and and different things and uh, how to make your body, your mind, and your life a better one, the best one that you can have collectively. And I just mentioned I'm traveling and why I say that is uh, everything is kind of interlinked with one another, with one another. So example. Your body. Um, so you have to work out, be healthy, so you can be strong, and and that carries you on. So in other words, I'm away from home. I've been traveling. My first day traveling was a nightmare. Um, it's travel day, right? It's never fun. And uh, so you get up early, you get ready, go to the airport. First flight, no problem. Second flight, it was a layover for quite a, a little bit, you know, four or five hours, no problem. Uh, then there's a delay, and uh, hour delay, okay. We get on the plane, we take off, hour and a half into it. Uh, bing! Captain speaking. We have to turn around and go back. Our autopilot button isn't working. And you hear the whole plane, mm, man, you know, kind of. No way! And this, and mind you, I've been on, I've been traveling already. So we're along ten hours already. I'm, I'm beat. I'm tired. But that's how it is. Being mad about it wasn't going to change anything. I mean, okay. Well, let's deal, and uh, let's roll with the punches and see how we could uh, improve our situation. Not much to do on the plane. You know, I checked. Flight was canceled. But I said, well. This whole flight is turning around. So as they're flying back, someone on the ground is working on a solution to resolve this problem. Either fix the button or, you know, get us new flights, something, right? And I could hear the people next to me complaining, like, really, this is a joke and this and the other thing. I'm like, well, complaining about it is not going to fix it. Um, and I get it. You're not a pilot and you don't own a plane. And I'm talking self-talk, right? So being mad about it is not going to change the situation. It just changes how I solve my situation. So anyway, we get back, and uh, as we land, uh, I said, "Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, we're going to switch planes." That's the answer. We got another plane. We're going to move you to gate whatever it was, and we'll get a plane there, and then we'll start our journey again. It's a five-hour flight that we're trying to get on, and we're hour and a half turned around, so that's three hours on a plane. Now we're waiting for the new plane. And uh, long story short, plane lands, come off. Well, that plane wasn't expected to do this trip, so they had to fuel it. But now, because it's a five-hour trip, it's carrying extra fuel because it needs it. And so they asked for three volunteers to step down. Um, of the plane because they don't want to make it overweight and all this stuff. And I think to myself, there's a 140 something people on this plane, 
And three people gladly stepped off because they offered some money and whatever. I'm like, well, good for you guys. Uh, bad situation. You, t- you made the best of it by capitalizing. It might delay your trip a little bit, but if it wasn't critical, so what? You get to rest in a hotel or pay for the hotel. And um, and they give you a little bit of money and still pay, pay for your trip. No problem. So get on the plane. Get back there. Long story short, I should have been where I was going around 10 p.m., and I'm showing up there around f- 4 in the morning. Something that affected me. The time change messed me up. So I don't know if I was coming or going. It was 12 hours or 16 hours out, out there. But anyway. Um, why I tell you the story is first. You will always have challenges in life. There will always be adversity. It's how you deal with them. That will determine your outcome. And the perception. Um, if you're winning and losing. Right. Like, for instance, the people next to me were like, oh, no, this is a joke, and they were so upset. They spent an hour and a half foaming at the mouth as we were flying back. I spent 15 minutes thinking of different solutions, like, all right, how are we going to solve this? Because being mad about it isn't fixing my problem. Um, I'm not a pilot, nor am I an airplane mechanic, nor do I need to be. I just need to solve this problem because my objective was to get to from point A to point B. Now... All I can think about, that's an hour and a half of people being mad, you know, the emotional um, distress, the bile in their stomach, um, just just being angry and all those feelings and the stress in your body. I was just sitting there saying, well, this is not what I wanted, but this is what we got. Let's move on from this feeling. Let's move on from this situation. So I was never really upset. I just said, well... This is going to make it interesting. Let's, let's deal with this challenge. And long story short, long day. Finally checking the hotel room. It's like 3, 4 in the morning. I got to get up early for the for the day's activities, the meetings and things I was doing. Um, but what I did notice, so mentally, I'm all right. You know, like it was challenging, but like, okay, we can deal. Because we, we dealt with other challenges in life. And we will have more challenges as we move on. It's how you handle them. It's how you deal with them that makes a difference. Because you can drown in a cup of water or you could just drink it, right? And and move on. And so um, I was physically tired. And you said, well, I didn't do anything. Well, I sat in a chair for most of the day with my tight shoes on, carrying a backpack and and they're uncomfortable, and a little tiny seat, and people leaning on you, and all that fun stuff. My feet were swollen um, just for being in a shoe, and my legs in a seated position all day. My body, you know, was fatigued. And that could change how you emotionally perceive things, because if you don't feel right, everything is bad. But um, I didn't let it affect my, my, my mind. I'm like, well, it's a challenge. It's going to be a story. I could talk about how, you know, this trip was interesting, and the movie I watched on the plane was horrible, and uh, and the other movie was pretty good, I guess, you know, I'm never getting that two hours back ever. Um, so what am I saying? Life will bring challenges, but it's how you deal with them that gives you the win, or the L. And I'm telling you, you have to always look for the win in life. Because if you have a challenge, a challenge, and you get the L, it's magnified. It feels like the end of the world. So how does that work, right? 
winning in your mind, you have to master your mind, which means you have to master your emotions. You can't always react with your heart, right? I always say I'm a very emotional human. I love heart. I care about people. I help children in other countries locally. Um, I build people. That's my heart. That's my emotional self. But I'm also a very logical person where I park my heart and I use my brain. And that's what I mean about life challenges. Sometimes you have to learn to park your heart and use your brain. Because your greatest power is in your mind. Your mind moves your body. And, and when your body feels good, it motivates your mind. But when your body feels bad, it convinces your mind, like, we don't want to do this today. Maybe tomorrow. And we self-sabotage, right? So... Your mind is, is one of those things that, man, it could build mountains, it could move mountains, um, it could go out of space, it, it could do anything. You just have to believe it and then put the things in place to do it. So, you have to master your mind. Even if you don't feel like it, you have to do it, whatever it is that you need to do. Um, and so, let's just talk about that, right? So, let's say... There's a challenge. In my case, hour and a half into a flight, we turn around. And I've already been traveling for 10 hours plus. You have to stay calm. You have to keep your cool and use your logical brain, your rational brain to figure it out. Because if you get emotional and you start you know, spitting foam out of your mouth because you're mad and screaming at the, the crew, the flight crew, you know, this and that and this and the other thing. This I'm going to be late for this and that. And this can't happen and this and that and the other thing. You could be foaming at the mouth the whole hour and a half back on that plane, but it will not change the fact that that button is still broken. Your heart will not fix that button. It's your brain that will not even fix the button, but will fix your problem. Get the answer to your problem, right? Because your problem was the button. Your problem was, or sorry, my problem was to get to point B. So keeping it cool is very, very uh, important. And so what I'm saying to you is that anytime you get a challenge or a, a problem, first thing is first. Stay calm. Use your brain. And in using your brain, you can come up with solutions. But when you're using your heart, you're just going to make it worse. You're going to spit foam out of the mouth and yell at people and scream at people and be angry and you can't think straight. And you might break stuff that you can't fix later. Um, so when things are not going your way, that's when you need to get calm, get in your own mind, and problem solve. Look for the solution. The mind is a very powerful thing. But you have to master your own mind so you can master your destiny. How you react to things. But you have to believe that you can solve these things. So, um, park your heart, use your brain, is what I like to say. And, uh, and you have to self-talk, right? Like, for instance, you can say, this always happens to me. That's why I hate traveling. Um, it, it's always, my, it's my luck, blah, blah, blah. So that's negative talk. So I'll feel like it's the world punishing me. Well, let me tell you something. The world wasn't punishing me because that button wasn't working. It was just a circumstance. It was a situation, despite me. Because if I wasn't on the plane, that button still would not work for those people, that were, the rest of the people on the plane. So it wasn't about me that the button wasn't working, but it's how I handled it that made the difference for me.
my health, my well-being, my mental state. It's how I handle that situation. I have no control over that button. But thank goodness that the, the pilot, you know, um, recognized the problem and said, okay, the best course of action is to land this plane. And they did it in a safe manner. There was never, oh my Lord, what happened? Thank God we landed. Nope. Cool comment collected. Hey, man, sorry, the button ain't working. Um, we're going to have to turn around. I'm like, are you kidding me? My brain says, why don't you land in the airport in front of us, not behind us, to progress our uh, our travel? But that's my logical brain. That's how I would have done it because I'm not a pilot. And that pilot might know that he needed to go back for the service that the plane needed or whatever. However, I'm, I'll leave it to the captain, right? The, the pilot, the captain of the plane. Um, the pilot has his decision, and, you know, he's, he's the pilot. But my logical brain says, move forward, push forward, let's land forward, and that progresses the mission. And my mission was to get to point B. His mission is to land the plane safely. So let's stick with his mission, right? Um, so we, we say, okay, Captain, whatever, however, let's go back, and we'll deal with the time and the delay. Long story short, it's how you handle the problems that will give you the positive outcomes. If you start screaming and kicking, you ever seen those little kids screaming and kicking and and this is not fair and have little tantrums? The problem doesn't change. And I get it. Some moms and dads fix it and give them the kid what they want just to shut them up. Bad move. Bad move. Stop, stop rewarding tantrums. And you as an adult, stop having tantrums. Um, tantrums do not help. That's a sign of weakness and immaturity. So I'm telling you, you have to keep your cool and uh, analyze the situation. We're all going to have adverse situations. You know, there will be adversity. It's by design. That's called living a life. Um, it's what you do with that adversity. Do you, do you accept the challenge, figure out the math problem, get your solution, and, and rock on and keep on going? I, I, I'm telling you, you can't. But the secret to that is, is saying you can, right? So the self-talk part, right? The, the self-talk, um, you got to tell yourself you can. So you have to say, well, I can do this. I can solve this problem. I can fix this. You know, it's just a situation. The situation is not me. It's just where I find myself, and I just kind of navigate myself through this problem. If you look at it that way, not emotional emotional but logical you can work away troubleshoot away to get through it i remember many years ago we were coming back for just and i we were coming back from a mission trip and it was just us um we we met up with a team from kentucky and this time we were coming back and i think it was a mission trip um long story short th there was severe weather and the flights were all canceled so there was no planes no planes leaving the airport and so immediately as we landed, you know, everybody's like, oh, man, this is blah, 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 right? This is horrible. And everybody's screaming and yelling at the, the, the gate people and the counter people. You know, this is not I need, I need, I need. Well, screaming at those folks, it will not change the weather and will not help your situation. And they're just trying to calm people down so they don't have a riot at the airport. So I immediately went to one of those phones on the wall where you have the taxis and the hotels and the shuttle service. And I immediately started looking for a hotel for the night. And I found one that was like 12 miles outside the airport area. So it was a little out of route. 
which is the same as the last room available. I booked it, and we got an Uber, and, um, and so we spent the night in the hotel room. It wouldn't be my favorite. I would probably pick it again, but it was fine. You know, just a hotel room because um, we knew our flight wasn't going to leave until the morning when the weather got better, and they would notify us. So I was like, all right, there's no use yelling at this person here. They got to solve this for everybody, including myself. But it's how I handle it that makes a difference. I kept my cool. I got a room 11 miles outside of the circle, like a little far. But that was it. I got it. Got an Uber. Took us 20 minutes to get there. We checked in. Hot shower. Good night rest. Came back the next day. Um, my body was feeling better because I was rested, showered, uh, despite the situation. And I remember seeing some of those folks that were screaming at the tellers and stuff. They were sleeping in the airport that night. They were on the benches and they're not comfortable. Um, some of them were just like in the hallways, leaning against the wall, leaning against each other, looking for charges to plug in their phone. And I said to myself, I was in that situation with them. But it's how I handled it that made the difference. I enjoyed a hot shower, a good breakfast. It was at a Waffle House, by the way. Um, if you're from the South, you know what those are. If you're not, <laughs> you, you'll only know an IHOP. Uh, but anyway, what I'm saying is that the way I handled it in my mind by keeping my composure and using my logical brain, I solved that problem for that situation. And mind you, I might not have found a hotel room. I got lucky on that one because I had no control over that. But going on, on the... Uh, uh, Offensive, like go and find the answer to this problem. Um, I was able to find a room, so yeah, a little out of the out of the way. So I paid her a little bit for the the cab, whatever. However, but I was comfortable that night. I was safe um, in a room where I could lock the door, secured, hot shower, morning hot breakfast. Made it back to the airport, got on the same plane, and um, despite whatever the challenges were, we were winning. Because we use our brain versus our heart. Screaming at those people would not have helped it. So I see the people with their crazy hair because they're slept out, you know, on a chair somewhere or in the hallway on their backpacks and what have you. Um, cotton mouth because they didn't brush their teeth or they didn't have a way to brush their teeth. And, and I was, you know, bushy tail ready to go, tackle the world again. But what was the difference? But parking my heart and using my brain. There was a math problem that needed to be solved, and how I felt about it wouldn't make a difference. My feelings had no place in solving that equation, that math problem. So I said to myself, you can do this, you just got to figure it out, and do it. Stop whining, stop crying, stop woes me, park your heart and figure it out. But I also self-talk, right, because I am is an important two words for me. I am. And I say the good things, the positive things that I am. That may be, so just so you know, in our kids' jiu-jitsu class, we, we do, we, we put on our virtual armor, right? It's with the kids. I say, all right, let's put on our armor. And they already know it already. And they go, I am. And they put their leg shield strong. And they say, I am. And the other leg, um, you know, brave. And then, I am, and they put the arm, I'm kind, and the other, I am, beautiful, inside and out, and then they put the chest plate, I deserve love, respect, and kindness, 
and they put their helmet because I give love, respect, and kindness. What are we really doing there? We're doing self-talk, self-affirmation, positive things about ourselves so we can believe it and we can be it. Because if you say negative things, you believe it and you'll be it. Think I'm from the generation where, where parents used to say, stop being stupid, you know, to the kids. And um, what happens is you start believing you're stupid and worthless and can't do it. We shouldn't do that. We should, you know, address the behavior, correct the behavior, but love the kid, right? You know, you know, if some if a child's doing something they shouldn't be doing, say, "Hey, don't do that. You're smarter than that. You know how to behave, and you're you're a, you're a wonderful kid, and you know better, and uh, and and because you can do better, and and you will do better, right? And uh, and you tell them you're smart." Instead of you're stupid and self words, you know, self talk, build them up, because what you say is what you believe, and what you believe is what you do. So I am successful. That's what you should say. I am brave to tackle life's challenges. I am smart. I am focused. I'm driven. I'm disciplined. These are things you should add into your vocabulary. When you, you know, look in the mirror and you're getting ready for your day, look at that person looking back at you and say these things. I am. And you fill in the blank. And sometimes there are challenges like, man, I'm the guy who who has these challenges personally, right? And, um, and, and really, I'm talking with you, but I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. This is me keeping myself on, in, uh, keeping myself uh, accountable to me. Discipline is a tough one for me, right? Um, sometimes my, I'm, I'm a very creative person and my brain, oh, look, ball, and it kind of scatterbrain sometimes. But sometimes I have to reel myself in. It's like, hey, do the things you don't want to do. Just do them. The faster you do them, the faster they're done. Don't think, just do, sometimes I say to myself. Because it's very easy for myself to convince myself not to do things. You know, but it all starts in the mind. You win and lose challenges in your mind, right? And you hear me say that a lot. It's a theme with me. Because, again, it's, this is self-talk. This is for me. These are my challenges. And I'm talking to myself and I'm telling myself, you can do these things. Just do them. And if that resonates with you, you take it. Take it for you. Make it for you. Um, start with the I am. I am the master of my mind. I am what I say I am. Now, the trick is say good things about you so you could be those good things. I know life sometimes has these things that you have to do and they just kind of like, eh, they suck and you don't want to do them. And that's me. I procrastinate sometimes and I let things hang out there that should be done real quick. And then I dwell on them and I think about them a lot and they, they just kind of infest my mind and just kind of stay there. And sometimes you just have to do it. Don't think, just do, just do it. The longer you wait, the longer it takes. Um, and, and I'm guilty of this, right? This is not me preaching because I got it all together. This is me on my journey, my personal journey. Um, and this is my self-talk right now. And I'm sharing it with you. You get to peek behind the fence and see me talking to me. And if it resonates with you, amen to that. Take it. The longer you wait, the longer it takes. Master your mind, self-talk, 
Park your emotions. Use your brain. Logical stuff fixes problems. Emotional stuff just amplifies stuff, right? And this is so important when you're in the role of a you know leadership role or a parent um, or a boss of a company or a department or whatever the team is. Whatever you bring to the table gets amplified by your team, your family. So let's say I had a bunch of people with me on this trip like oh man we're delayed this is going to be horrible well guess what i've spoken that into the air the atmosphere and it will manifest itself that way and everybody else will be man this is horrible you can't be doing that you gotta say all right we've been challenged with this uh problem let's solve it let's figure it out let's uh just get it together if we have to wait for another plane all right let's read a book let's feed our brain get a magazine uh, or take a nap in a chair, you know, get comfortable. It's going to be 40 minutes or whatever, however. Take a nap. Uh, watch your stuff. Whatever, however, right? Um, but you got to bring that positiveness. Because if you're the parent or you're the leader or you're the boss um, and you say something negative, it trickles down. I think about, like, the military, for example. If the commanding officer says, man, I'm scared. I'm afraid to go in there. I don't know what's going to happen. Well, how are your soldiers going to go in there um, and or, or your Marines, right? Because Marines are not soldiers. Ask them. They'll tell you all about it. Um, they have to believe that you're going to go and win. So you, as the leader, say, all right, this is the plan. We know what to do, and you, I got the best team out there. We're going to execute this plan to perfection, and we're going to get our win. And you, you bring up the morale. They believe it. And they believe in you and they believe in themselves and they'll get that win. But if you sow that seed of doubt, that's what's going to flourish. You just sowed the seed of doubt and you can only grow doubt. But if you sow the seed of positivity, of success, if you command the win in your life, well, guess what you'll get? That win. So it all starts in your mind. And that transfers, right? Because remember I said my feet were hurting, they were swollen. And that made me feel a little bit miserable. But I just looked at my feet and I said, okay, um, they're swollen and and the next day my knees were hurting. Um, and I work out, right? I, I don't work out as far as lifting weights. I work out on the mats in the jiu-jitsu studio. I do a lot of training there. I do yoga, moving my body. helps me feel better. Um, I'm trying to watch what I eat. And this is where I'm going with this, right? Because your body we talked about. I mean, you're sorry, your mind we talked about. And let's talk about our body. Right. I was eating airport food for a day better and now I'm eating outside food because I'm at home so the reason my feet were swollen because I was eating food from the airport and a lot of that stuff kind of inflames your joints and your body and you might not know it because you're in a constant state of inflammation because you eat junk normally and that's only applicable if that's true for you but if you eat relatively healthy or very healthy and then you eat junk you feel bad because your body's saying what's this garbage well that was the same for me like i didn't i didn't eat the fast food but i ate some like chinese food and stuff and i like chinese food um but it was airport chinese food whatever that might mean but yeah my joints were hurting like around my knees because i was walking the next day for another 10 hours in the, my meetings i was doing I was at a convention and um Holy smokes. I'm like, yep, I know what that is. That's inflammation in my knees because of what I ate. 
So the next day I said, all right, let's do better. So the next day, I, uh, I didn't eat junk. I had a nice dinner, so I fasted for the morning, drank plenty of liquid, stay hydrated, and uh, my knees felt better. I'm like, man, what you put in your mouth and your body affects everything. So, nah, I'm not saying don't eat food that you like, but just know that everything has a price tag with it. So that airport food wasn't the best for me, and I felt it. And not feeling right in my body, like the pain in my feet and knees, might have changed my disposition or my emotional um, mindset, if you will. Like I'd have been miserable. But I said, I know what that is. I saw the problem. I parked my heart. I'm like, as much as this stinks, I, being mad about it or being mean to people because my feet hurt is not the answer. Not that I am, but I'm just talking for your benefit. If that's you, fix that. If you're mad about something, you don't kick the dog. What does the dog have to do with that problem, right? It's not going to fix. Now your dog doesn't like you anymore because you kicked the dog. So all that in a long-winded, roundabout ways to say this. Master your mind. Control your emotions. Self-talk. Positive things only. We don't accept negative things in our lives. Um, only positive things so you can build yourself up. Get good answers for whatever math problems you're faced with. Because your emotions won't fix them. In fact, your emotions might break more things. Like you might end up kicking the dog. Not physically, but you know, or I'm sorry, not literally or physically, but emotionally. And that might mean you might yell at your kids when they didn't do anything. Or, or be mean to your spouse or your co-worker. Um, and then you might broke a, a friendship or a bridge in your life just because you were emotional versus being logical. So be careful on reacting emotionally. If you feel emotional about something, step back for just a minute. Regain your composure. Don't lose your temper. Losing your temper is a sign of weakness. Stay calm, step back, and control yourself. Park your heart and insert your brain. Start using your logical brain to figure this out. There's no greater power than a human psyche, right? Um, how you see things, your perception of life, and and half full, half empty. Remember that? That's the same idea. And so, life will always have challenges, but you have to be smarter because you are. The thing is, you just have to implement it, right? So, start in your body and your mind, right? So, self-talk, master your mind, control your emotions. If you're losing your control, that you're, that's a sign of weakness, so losing of your temper, yeah, it's okay to be upset. It's not okay to lash out. So if you're upset about something, step back, recompose yourself, park your heart, use your brain, figure the math out, and get your wins because you are a winner. And you have to say, it, I am a winner. I am not a loser because of my circumstance. I am a problem solver, and I will solve this because I'm a leader. I'm a winner. I'm focused, I'm determined, I'm successful. That only starts by doing the math. Sitting there, woe is me, crying about it, does not fix it. Lashing out at the good people around you does not fix it. In fact, makes it worse. It's a struggle every day. 
But every day you can mark W's, wins, little wins to big wins. And sometimes those challenges, oh man, you know, well, for instance, jujitsu. That's a challenge every day. But guess what? I go in there with a happy heart saying, all right, this, you know, some days I don't feel like it. My body's like, ah. But guess what? After I'm done, I'm like, I'm so glad I did it. I challenged my brain. I solved this math problem. I had a good workout with my team there. And by the way, if you're interested in trying that out, come on down. Aces Defense 360. First class will be free. And uh, you can fall in love with this amazing art. What I love about it, it's math problems. It's math problems where you park your heart and use your brain to figure out these math problems, right? And um, self-defense skills learned and, and tried on the mat in the safest environment ever. But what I love about it is that you're challenging your brain to figure out this math. And you're amazed, like, holy smokes, look at this. I couldn't believe that. Wow. And, and I'm not a small guy, but I'm not a big guy, right? So uh, I'm not tall, um, and I'm not um, very, very uh, thin, right? So I'm a, I'm a full-body short guy, if, if that makes sense. Um, and so some people are bigger than me, and some people are not. But doing the math, I'm like, holy smokes, look, I could just move that person that's 100 pounds heavier than I am effortlessly because of this move, these techniques. Like, it amazes me how we figure out this math problem. And not me per se, but I'm a student of this. I teach it, but I'm still a student of this. I'm amazed every day on how these math problems are, are figured out. And uh, on that mat, it's self-discovery. And we're learning stuff. We're challenging our brain to figure out the math problem and park in our heart. Um, and that's how life should be. Park your heart for a minute, figure out the math, get your win. Love hard. Use your heart for loving on people, caring about people, and um, and taking care of yourself and your family. Love hard with your heart, but learn to park it. Learn to park it when you're supposed to, because your feelings do not fix problems. Your brain does. I love this sentence, master your mind. Master your mind, and you'll have wins. Self-talk. I am. But self-talk works the other way too. If you say I am a loser, you'll start believing it and you start doing doing loser things. You can't be doing that stuff. You gotta say I am a winner. And some days, you know, you might not get that W, but as long as you tried and you learned from it, you can regroup and retry and get your win. And that's how you'll live the best life ever. The life that you want to live. Because see, that's the other thing. When you try to compare your life with someone else's, well, I don't have it like them. They got it easy. What do you care about how they got it? Because you don't know their struggles. You don't know their internal battles and the external battles. You just see what the, the, the surface looks like. Right, let's talk about your house right now. Your walls. They're painted. I hope they're painted. But underneath that paint, there's sheetrock, compound, sanding, all these things that wall went through. So the paint could be on there and give you this facade that looks very good to look at. The color you like. That's on the surface. But you don't know what that wall went through to become that wall. And I'm using a wall because everyone should have one, right? For the most part. And you can see you can see it in your mind's eye because I'm a visual learner. So I'm a visual teacher. So when you see someone smiling with a nice house and a nice car, you don't know what they went through to get there. Um, what challenge they might still be in. 
because some people want to keep up with the Joneses um, versus um, fixing their situation and have a, a good, healthy life, a life that they want to live versus just appear to live. So I don't want you to, f you know, live a fake life. I want you to live the, a life full of fulfillment, joy, happiness, um, accomplishing goals, moving in an upward direction, right? But you got to be moving. If you're standing still, you're dying. You got to start living by moving forward into whatever that is for you. I've always had a good time talking uh, with you guys, really, because I'm talking to myself. And uh, I always hope and pray that these words reach you at the right time to help you make good decisions for you. All that to say, master your mind, park your heart, use your brains, because you are. I am. Whatever you say you are. Let's choose good words that build us up. Let's take care of our bodies to hold us up. And, um, you know, because to keep us moving, not in pain, but in, in, in joy and feeling good and euphoria. When you're healthy and well and strong, you just feel good and you can conquer the world. And I get it. Some days are tough, but that's okay. Say, today is just today. And today I'm going to analyze I'm going to rethink, regroup, reboot, and rewin, And then I'll tackle it again. And if there's something that you have to do and you just don't want to do it, is you're procrastinating, that's me. If I'm procrastinating, don't think, just do. Just do it. The longer you wait, the longer it takes. Get it done. Because that's where your wins are. It's been a blast talking with today. This is Steve. And this is your body, your mind on this journey called life. If you want to join me at the gym, it's Aces Defense 360. We're a campus where we help you get, you know, accomplish your goals. If it's to gain muscle, lose some weight, just be able to touch your toes, just to be feel better in your own body. To challenge your mind in the jiu-jitsu room, we have Scott, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I teach combatives. We have Audrey doing our kickboxing program. We have Jorge with our boxing program. We have two yoga instructors um, on Mondays and Fridays. Just moving your body, getting in touch. Self-care is important. If you don't care about yourself, who's going to care for you? Start with you. And if you're in a good situation, in a good position, then you could help the people around you. Take care of you first. Be an asset, not a liability. When you're feeling good inside, you can help other people feel good inside. It's always a blast talking with you. Until next time, my friends, this is Steve, your body, your mind, on this journey called life. Talk to you soon. Bye.